to 10-0, the podcast by Train Like a Gymnast. I'm your host, Danielle Gray. 10-0 brings together gymnasts, former gymnasts, coaches, judges, and gymnastics enthusiasts to delve into deep conversations about behavior, mental state, physical training, personal growth, success, and more, all learned through the sport of gymnastics. Here's what you can expect on today's episode. Today we hear from gymnastics coach and founder of Unique Fitness, Tamara Tangerlini, about mental blocks that she notices in her athletes that can hinder their performance. And I think that goes with our lives as well. Every day, same routine. It's really difficult to get up sometimes and be driven, um, especially when you have so many responsibilities. And I think the kids feel that backpack mm. of the parents, the, the standards. I need to be perfect. I need to have you know the, the perfect routine. I have to satisfy my coaches. And they never put themselves first. I feel like that sometimes is the, the structure that they built in their heads and it hinders their performance. And I feel like adults do the same thing, um, especially moms and families who don't really, they don't never really put themselves first. It's always their kids and their husband. It gets to a, you know, a moment in, in your life where you just have to breathe and embrace the progression of what you have accomplished not only on a daily basis, but, you know, throughout the years. And I think every little aspect is so important to feel gratitude and just be feeling good about yourself. But first, a word from our sponsor. Hi, my name is Tamara Tingerlini. I coach gymnastics and adult fitness um, here in the Inland Empire in San Bernardino County. Um, I was born in Argentina. I was brought up... um, when I was eight years old and not really knowing much of anybody here, really didn't have family or um, socialize with any friends or anything like that. It was really hard upbringings. So my mom was always in the fear of pushing forward, letting me be out there, you know, just, I'm always holding back a little bit, just kind of struggling through the beginning of the years. So I do have a younger sister who is five years younger than me. So she got the better end in that sense, because, um, you know, most of the failures you would say, and first efforts of doing things, you know, I got the end of it. And my sister just kind of follow up. And my mom felt more comfortable with the idea of being more open you know, mm-hmm. as the years you progress and stuff like that. Yeah. So very competitive. I'm that type of person, very playful. I love dancing. I mean, that was my thing, dressing up and just acting out and just the creativity part and yeah. the performance is yeah. who I really was. So I started gymnastics when I was 14, actually. Um, started recreational gymnastics. Yeah, my mom really started me in swimming at the YMCA. Okay. And so the endurance was a little bit much for me. I wasn't really enjoying that as a uh, young athlete. And, but I liked the competitive side because I was so good at it that I started competing at a very young age. Mm-hmm. And, and I was winning all the time in a sense that that was the driven authority of my continuation through that sport. Yeah. But like I said, you know, I I ended up quitting and then pursuing recreational gymnastics. Small, gym-like, not much equipment, very low-key. Yeah. And then I remember my mom took me to this big, huge event, um, a bunch of, you know, gymnastics stars, and that just opened my world. Uh, I just, I was in love. And so we went to La Habra 
found a small gymnastics studio there, Eric Will Gymnastics, and that's where I got my foundation. My, um, my learning, my teaching, my everything really came from that gym. It's a very small gym, but it had a lot. It, it, it wasn't just the gymnastics. I think it was just the, the environment that made me feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, and my mom as well, because we would have to drive like an hour and a half just to, for me to do the gymnastics. Yeah. Yeah. So I took it pretty seriously. Like I said, I was 14. So my body was pretty well developed. And like I said, I was very competitive. So my focus was very driven in the sport. So my progression was really rather quickly. I learned a lot of the skills really fast because, you know, of the strength that I had and that competitive drive. And I enjoy flipping. I enjoy flipping all the time. And I'm very energetic and I get that from my mom as well. And my sister too. We're very energetic people and that's what we like to do. So for those who don't um, know, 14 is, is rather like, it's rather late to start gymnastics. Um, it is. Yeah. And that, I mean, I was 14, 15 when I retired. So, oh. <laughs> so See, those are two different ends and two, maybe two different perspectives of mm-hmm. uh, maybe training towards an elite type of environment versus having the drive of maybe just doing the sport yeah you know and it different very different and as a coach I understand that because I got that end of it and I understand also the importance of a very well-developed program to help athletes continue through the sport because I know a lot of people that train to lead it's hard. It, it was really tough for them. Um, Love, hate. Depending on the values of their coaches and how they were brought up, they struggled. Um, especially afterwards, I felt like a lot of the kids just don't enjoy the sport as much because yeah. it was so developed and so hard for them at a, such a young age where they just, they, they, they weren't thinking really. It was just do it, yeah. do it, do it, do it. No matter what, I'm telling you how to do it. You just have to do it, you know? And so... But you've been coaching for for a very long time. So, like... I've been coaching since I was 15 years old. Wow. And I think on your Instagram, you say 21 years. Yeah. Yeah, give or take. Yeah. I started coaching. I want to say coaching. I was doing the babies. The mommy and me class. It's kind of like helping, you know? I I was in my early stages, not really getting paid. But um, I did it, you know, maybe two hours a, uh, a week through my training and going to high school. So my days were pretty long. It was tiring, Um, but I enjoyed it. So I kept doing it. Right. I think the drive of learning, yeah. You're you're training compulsory is an optional level, correct? At this moment, yes. And so what, what is the biggest setback mentally do you think that those young athletes have that's like, that would stop them from getting further, that maybe carries with them into adulthood? What have you noticed? Well, right now at this moment, um, we have a compulsory optional level. So these kids, they all train almost the same amount of hours. Um, We call them the homeschool kids, which are the optional kids. They come um, from three to eight. And then we have the compulsories that come from four to eight. Mm -hmm. The gym where I'm established right now, it's a very hands-on, do it all the time. We we don't share the same philosophies, but I'm open-minded all the time. The structure 
is very hard, I think, for the little ones. Mm. I think that having a strong mindset is very helpful for the older kids. I feel like the confidence is what lacks in a lot of the kids or the vision for the little ones, not knowing why we are doing certain skills or certain progressions and why am I being held back and not her. And you have to make it a game for those little ones because they, they, they have to have the fun out of that training. And I think that's sometimes we, we lose that. Um, as we try to enhance more of the progression through the kids. Exactly. So you say confidence is lacking and then vision, which is totally huge, which can apply for anyone in anything, any goal, any sport, anything that you're doing, you need to have that confidence to do it. And then you need as well, that purpose, that why, that reason that will help push you further and further. So personally, what is your favorite way? Like, what do you enjoy um, training wise? What's your favorite way to work out? Um, I like to start with goal oriented. I I feel like the structure is very important for me, Um, especially with the older ones. I try to say, hey, you know what? We have two months. In these two months, um, I would like to work certain um, aspect of training, whether it is a skill or a, a mental skill. I feel like towards the end of our competitive season, the kids were really burned out. I mean, in and out every day, same routine. And I think that goes with our lives as well. Every day, same routine. It's really difficult to get up sometimes and be driven, especially when you have so many responsibilities. And I think the kids feel that backpack Mm. of the parents, the the standards. I need to be perfect. I need to have, you know, the the perfect routine. I have to satisfy my coaches. And they never put themselves first. I I feel like that sometimes is the the structure that they built in their heads and it hinders their performance. And I feel like adults do do the same thing, Um, especially moms and families who don't really, they don't never really put themselves first. It's always their kids and their husband and their, and everything. And it gets to a, you know, a moment in in your life where you just have to hold back. You just have to breathe and embrace the progression of what you have accomplished, not only on a daily basis, but, you know, throughout the years. And that for me is very important for the kids to understand the responsibility of that structure, that the time that they spent every single day with themselves, their self-awareness, the impact that they built, not only on themselves, but through the entire community of our gym as well, their parents, their friends. It's just, it's a a web of so much. And I think every little aspect is so important to just to feel gratitude and just be feeling good about yourself, especially with the older ones. The older ones, they they take a lot of responsibility when they're not doing well, when maybe they're just, you know, take a step back, just breathe for a second. Let's watch some videos. Let's analyze. Hey, you were here last month. Now you want to be here. We have to take step A, B, and C, 
and try to get that goal. Because a lot of the kids, like I talked to you before, they don't envision that. And so it's, it's my job to help them, to guide them, to build their confidence. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you how you, how you help foster that as a coach, because a lot of times, you know, like anybody, even the best athletes have coaches and there's, you know, even coaches have coaches. It's just a way to keep yourself in check. Accountability always progress and be better because there's always somebody who knows something else that you don't know. So you explain how you take the girls through this, you know, self-awareness and kind of step back and it's always you know as a coach myself it's you have this vision you can see it from the outside but when you're living it and when you're in it as I'm assured you've kind of experienced like a, a lull or when you're not motivated how do you tell yourself and get yourself out of that that stage when you're maybe like struggling or um in that ditch I think it's a perspective um, of the person. I feel that maybe in my mind I'm failing, but in someone else's eyes, um, they see success. Yeah. And so it does take a team of support to help you analyze those points of views. Um, it's not always easy, but it always helps uh, writing things down for me, because that's the type of person that I am. Mm. Um, I like, um, let me give you an example. One of my dreams is to open my own gym. And so yesterday I had my first marketing event and I woke up a little nervous, but mm. I woke up and I printed this out and it says unique fitness and this is my company. Okay. And so I wrote all over this, inspiring myself of all the things that I have accomplished and what I do want to accomplish. And I wrote things such as teamwork, positive environment, open communication, organization, through that organization, being organic, uh, simplify, be time efficient, things that are important to me. Uh, through my training would be like functional movement training, strength, core, upper body, endurance, energy balance, motor skills, mobility, range of motion, injury prevention. So those are the things that I want to help people through my fitness, gymnastics training and dance training that I've done. I always tell the kids, I have a quote up on my bar area. I say, because I'm an uneven bar coach, chickens don't fly. So I put that in quotation marks because I mean, it's silly, but they understand, you know, you, you, you have to let go and you have to spread your wings and allow yourself your creativity to flow. If you don't allow your creativity to flow and you're always tense, um, you don't allow yourself to perform. And I've done a lot of great work, um, especially through reading too, because reading other people's work and finding that motivation through reading has helped me coach them better too because it opens ideas, yes. right? On how to analyze, how to handle certain situations. I think that in my younger years as a coach, I was very eager and I wanted everything to be so perfect that my structure was very tough. Mm. I was a very tough coach, but I was, I'm not, I don't have a mean personality, but I was so tough that I would be angry and, that's not the message that I wanted to give out, but 
that's the message that I gave. And um, through the years, I learned to be a little more persistent in um, allowing time, allowing the kids to grow, allow myself to listen to them, to other coaches. Um, it's not just about me. It's not about my ego. It's about them and building my self-esteem as well because this is a learning curve. Things can go right. Things can go wrong. And it goes both ways. And then you have the parents to deal with too. And it's a, it's a communication that goes from one kid to the parent. And you just, you just want to be open um, and you want to be honest. And I think that's, and so that's what I wrote and it went really well yesterday for me. Um, I felt really calm in doing what I had to do yesterday and I have that vision board right in my office so I can read it and see it and be inspired by the work that I've done throughout my years because what I've written there is who I am and what I want to give. And so if I continue to believe in myself that way, I know that I will have that gym because I believe in myself, you know? And so um, these are the messages that I transcend to the kids. And I think that the kids really, and the parents too, they really enjoy my, my support and how I deal with certain situations or how I talk to the kids. But it is a, a sport of great risk. So I think that being focused is a major part of the training, I think mental focus is key for personal growth in the sport. I love everything that you just said. That's totally in line with my mission and how I feel as well. Because when you are in a sport, it could be gymnastics, it could be any other sport. It can get to that point where, like you said, you, you get almost overwhelmed. You feel like you're drowning and then your coach on top of it, if they are very intense, I was the same way. I wasn't like, I wasn't mean, I was a weird, goofy coach, but also I was very strict. Like they knew that, oh, Danny's here. Like it's, it's tough. Like if you, <laughs> if you're not in gymnastics ready position, like you got push-ups, like that kind of thing. Like I am, I was very strict in that, in that way. But like you said, taking that step back and understanding, okay, these are kids. Um, and like, I, I've been in that position myself. I know the thoughts I was thinking when I was standing there that can give you a different perspective. And then you mentioned um, reading, same way with, with me coaching adults now. I learn so many different things based on the books that I read. So what are your, I guess, top three books that have really impacted you in how you coach? Well, um, right now, I, I just finished reading um, The Leading Brain. Um, I have it right here. It's a neuroscience type of book, but it's a, oh, it's a life type of book. It's for anybody, not just um, athletes. Um, the Leading Brain, uh, Neuroscience Hacks to Work Smarter, Better, and Happier. And um, it had a lot of great insight and it's very, it makes sense. It's common sense. <laughs> yeah. Common sense. Um, also for, ugh, for myself, um, You Are a Badass by yeah. Sincero. That was a really good book that I enjoy reading. Um, I think I started with that one just to build my self-esteem up a little bit. Yeah. And 
Um, and then I just read books about gymnastics, really, just learning Overcoming Gravity by Stephen Lowe is a good book. It's, um, it teaches systematic ways of making your handstands better and just your strength and overall. So mechanical work. I love that. That's exciting. Well, perfect. I'll put that, those in the description for anybody who you know, didn't get to see it, isn't watching on YouTube or is just listening. You can get to see these books and you can click it and you can find them to help your uh, you know, personal development. So perfect. last two things I kind of want to go into now how well how can we help like what can we do so if there are people out there who want to find a purpose again who are retired athletes who you know oh well those were in my younger days like i can't do that anymore they have these beliefs that they can't or that you know are stopping them what is your advice to them to find a sense of purpose again to feel healthy and happy and like their old self small progressions i think that depending on the type of life that you live you would have to start there. Um, for me, I'm very energetic. So I know that, and I lift a lot of kids. So I know if I don't do stability work and core work, I'm gonna, I might hurt myself or go out for a run when I'm really stressed out. I guess knowing yourself would be number one. And then from there, just perceive in small progressions. I, um, yesterday I saw a person walking and she asked me, you know, I, I see your flag at the park because I do free fitness classes on Sundays. I see you and I live right there by that school and I see it and she looks so interested and she never once stopped by. And I said, what's up? What happened? And she's like, but I'm not fit. Uh-huh. What do you mean you're not fit? Um, you don't have to be fit to start feeling good about yourself. And I think that the social aspect of watching these um, pictures of these women and men being super strong has a negative effect on people because that brings their self-esteem down because the, the bar is so high, mm -hmm. you know, being so lean and being so fit. I can't get to that. And so people don't even start because of that. And um, I have clients that never worked out in their life. And I said, come on, let's start. And we started with an hour, you know, now two hours. And they're like, wow, I can breathe better. My anxiety has lowered. I'm not taking my pills and um, I'm not getting winded doing these things. And I can't believe I could do 60 sit-ups. And and they feel better and they are happier and they're more energetic and all they had to do was to try it. Just try, get out of the house and just try. It doesn't matter what you do. Find something that enlightens your creativity, uh, your flow, your, your energy, your, your happiness, right? Because my sport is gymnastics and dance. Uh, someone else can be cycling or running or doesn't even have to be an endurance type of sport. It can be a tap dance class. You know, it can be something fun. Uh, there's so many things, but you just have to be open-minded in trying something and not be afraid of doing that. Yeah. Did you get that woman to join your class? <laughs> oh, um, I'm going to see this Sunday and two Sundays. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I got her, her email, her phone number. I'm going to get on her case because oh, she was young. You know, she, she was in her mid-20s or maybe early 30s. It, 
And I see people like that and I'm giving free fitness classes on Sundays and not the majority go. And that triggers my head a little bit sometimes because it's free, you know, and it's for you. So yeah, I just, yeah, that's, that's about it. (laughs) You're doing good things. You're doing good things and it's, it's going to work out for you. And the, the last thing I want to close with is to you personally, what does it mean to train like a gymnast? Well, training like a gymnast, I think, um, I think the, the focus is, is training like a gymnast. It's a very focus oriented sport. Um, it's a very gold oriented sport. It's a driven sport. It's a very competitive sport competitive to oneself and to others because it is an individual sport you are you progress as you learn so if you don't put the will into it um you won't progress um if you put you know your time and effort you'll progress faster so it just depends on your willing um you have to be a very strong-minded to be a gymnast um to train like a gymnast um very persistent um, through failures and successes, um, conditioning your body through those stressors as well, um, takes a toll sometimes. You're not going to be happy all the time training, but once you get into it, you know, um, you just kind of forget because again, and that focus, um, takes you there. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So wonderful. So many good little nuggets in there um i really appreciate you taking the time and hopping on so i guess to close if anybody wants to follow you get in touch with you ask you questions or maybe they want to join in and follow your kind of your your mission and and your journey into opening your own gym how can they get a hold of you or find you online well um i have a website um www.uniquefitness.com and it's spelled y-o-u n-i-q-u-e dot org not dot com dot org um and my website is there i do a lot of um fitness events that have to do with um either homeschooling or um chatter schools also i do girl scouts uh fitness events uh where they get their batches so i think that was really cute and uh, this sunday i'm hosting bring your parent to gym day uh, for two hours. It's going to be a, a very fun and unique uh, way of getting even with your parents in a sense. Uh, <laughs> we're going to do relays and fitness activities with uh, the kids at the gym. And um, my Instagram is coach-tammy54. And um, yeah, you can find me on Google and Yelp and my Facebook page as well. Yes. Wonderful. Yes. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> but it's good. I can put them all Woo! in there. You just all that stuff. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Tamara. Thank you. It was really nice to meet you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. I know there are hundreds, thousands of podcasts out there, and you've chosen to listen to ours. If you enjoyed this episode, there's more coming to you, so be sure to hit subscribe to not miss our next episode. If you're interested in training like a gymnast, go ahead to trainlikeagymnast.com and see if you qualify. Until next time, show the world what you've got. Be outstanding.